3: Creona, you know only full well that music excites me. Well, kicking today's show off was The High and no justice in rock and roll that was taken from their 1999 debut album, Parts Unknown, that appeared on the white jazz record label that has subsequently been reissued in uh, 2016 as just The High by the very excellent Easy Action Records. The premise of The Hydromatics was to record in the studio a selection of Sonic's Rendezvous Band covers because uh, at that time the only official studio output was the City Slang 7 inch, along with two live albums put out by Mac Alban Rhythmic Art LLC. And that album, Acreona, you may be surprised to learn, is my favorite LP of all time. I'm talking about the Hydromatics parts unknown. I kid and shit you not. Straight after the hydromatics, you heard because I played The Strip, that strip with two Ps and Ain't No Crime, open brackets, to Rock and Roll, close brackets, the title track from their debut album that's due out on the 25th of November. I'm sure around that time, other things are happening. For the life of me, I can't remember what. I'm sure they'll come to me in the post. Now, The Strip came to my attention thanks to Bandcamp, due to, uh, uh, you know, one of those, as you downloaded X, you might like Y email. Uh, I clicked on the link as the uh, small but perfectly formed artwork looked appealing. Then clicked the play button and found myself listening to the whole album. If you like great action rock, then the strip, remember, two-piece, Who Hell from Melbourne will do it for you, as you've just heard. Up now, it's Jojo and the Teeth and Don't Get Too Heavy from their debut album No More Good News that has just hit the real and virtual record shops. Issue time and that's Entertainment Records in conjunction with Apollon Records have just remastered Norway's The Cosmic Dropouts LP Groovy Things and Mighty Fine It Is Too. But don't take my word for it, this is Cry Baby Cry. <coughs> that straight after Cry Baby Cry by the Cosmic Dropouts. I played you another track from Wipes this time from the Radio Woking Sessions in the shape and form of Stepping Out of the Shade that was swiftly followed by Black Bomber's Last Bites. Both of these bands will be playing at Rockaway Beach 69 along with Voodoo Radio on the 24th of February. Tickets are less than a tenner, so forget paying. 246 quid to see your deaf leopard and motley cruiser and a normal dome. Because at Rockaway Beach you'll always see a value for money quality bands. Here's the McCrackens and Annabelle.
2: Annabelle. Made a boss in Linux meet from hell. Annabelle. Do you really love me because you just can't tell?
3: music with Dr Feelgood and take a second look from the just released new album Damn Right. the reformation of the original dam to have not played together live for over 30 years for five uk dates that have been postponed twice the first two were in london at the hammersmith odin last friday and saturday that was the 28th and 29th of october future streaming and non-live rock radio uk listeners i went to both dates of course i did Unfortunately, on Friday, I missed opening act Small Town Tigers, but made sure I caught them on Saturday, and I'm certainly glad that I did. The three-piece were only on stage for just over 20 minutes, but managed to entertain us with nine songs, seven from the Five Things mini-album, and two currently unreleased in the shape and form of Crush On You and Monster. The Ramones, B-52s, Joan Jett are just some of the band names that have been thrown at the small town tigers. There may be some elements that have stuck, but on the whole, they're carving their own path. From Five Things and also played live, this is Find Myself Another Name. <coughs> the original Damned were first together their musical sparring partners were the adverts the Damned can now play three chords the adverts can play one see all four at the adverts split at the end of 1979 but lead vocalist Tim T.V. Smith continued to record and play under the guise of uh, T.V. Smith's Explorers Cheap and at Hammersmith it was T.V. Smith and the Bored Teenagers whose set comprised entirely of advert tunes. I can see why, given the circumstances, but material on his recent uh, lockdown holiday uh, certainly deserves to be played live. Tim may be nearer to 70 than 60, only by a year, but watching him career across the audience stage, spitting vin and venom, he could have easily been in his 20s, and he and the poor teenagers pretty much could teach young punks a lesson or two. From the John Peel Session, recorded on the 25th of April 1977 and transmitted on the 29th, this is the adverts and one called Wonders. One, two, three, I wonder what we play for you tonight.
2: Something heavy, something light. Something set your soul alive.
3: TV Smith and the board Teenagers on Friday, it was the Skids, a band that I've never seen live. Obviously, I have a great swathe of their recording output. And uh, as I've mentioned before, the opening to Into the Valley to this day gives me goosebumps when I hear it. Only vocalist Richard Jobson remains from the classic lineup. Although having said that, drummer Mike Bailey has been in the band since 1979. So I think we can class him as classic. Richard Jobson, Still dancing around the stage like he's shadow boxing with himself, and between songs regales damned anecdotes that captain later on in the evening furiously denied. Uh, the late Steward Adamson is frequently mentioned in reverence and sometimes with tongue in cheek. Well um, to him when he left the Skids. The Skids play all the hits, and to be honest, if it had been anyone else but the damned following on, they should have been worried. The band finished with a cover of the Clash's Complete Control before exiting to rapturous applause. Uh saturday the pre-damned slot had originally gone to the wild hearts with much air punching and whooping from all and sundry especially ginger and danny as they are huge fans of the damned however as i'm sure you're fully aware the wild hearts are on hiatus for the foreseeable as hard as i tried which to be honest was very limited my ideal replacement of the Michael Munro band, fell on deaf ears, even though everyone I spoke to about it thought it was a great idea. So the Saturday slot went to the Rizzillos, a band you know I have nothing against, but uh, yeah, not on the same path for me as the Wild Hearts or Michael Munro. Coincidentally enough, the Michael Munro band have just released a new single from I Live Too Fast to Die Young in the shape and form of Derelict palace that they should have been promoting at Hammersmith on Saturday. weekend was pretty much a damned fest in my household as the uh, Night of a Thousand Vampires double CD and Blu-ray were delivered that had to be played to X to Ray who was up for the gigs it says full gig on the artwork but missing were the likes of New Rose, Love Song and Smash It Up I shall ask Paul Gray at the Wingmen album launch gig on the 11th of December why this was also played was the Don't you wish that we were dead documentary that x Ray had also not seen. Uh, There so needs to be a damn documentary miniseries. Anyway, after the premiere of the aforementioned damn documentary, the first thing Rat said at the Q&A was, No, it's never going to happen. And I, like a lot of people, really thought that this was the case. Too many bridges had been burnt. So I was equally as gobsmacked when it was announced that Dave, Brian, Rat, and Captain would be playing five dates in July last year, that subsequently got postponed till February this year, only due to health issues to be rescheduled until the end of last month and the beginning of this. I'm old, not that old that I could have seen them live back in '76. Well, technically I could have, but uh, my older sister was more into Cliff. Uh, the first time I saw the original lineup was in June. 1988, when they played two dates at the Town & Country Club. However, the original foursome played only nine songs, all from their debut album, before Brian handed over guitar duties to Captain, with Bryn Merrick and Roman Jug taking on bass and keyboards, respectively, for a romp through uh, Machine Gun Etiquette and Black Album material, before Brian joined them for the encore. This continued on and off, up until uh, 1991 with Paul Gray back on base before Brian left during a US tour. And that seemed to be that until the press conference at the Roundhouse in October 2020. Body language suggested things weren't all sweetness and love. Fast forward two years, and with the Doctor Who intro pumping through the PA, the atmosphere was palpable. As soon as the damned launched into I Feel Alright, I was like this is the real deal. This is what Brian wanted the band to sound like 46 years ago, the British answer to the Stooges and the MC5. With no disrespect to Pinch and indeed Will Taylor who uh, I've yet to see in the damn this uh, lineup is completely a completely different beast. I've often said that uh, Rat, Brian and Lemmy should have formed the ultimate garage band, and after Lemmy's passing, JJ Burnell I was wrong. The original damned are the ultimate garage band. Age waits for no one, but I was shocked to see Brian in poor health, having to sit down in one of his cabs briefly and not making it to the end of last time on Friday before being helped off. But at his age, whatever that may be, and recovering from surgery early this year, you know, it was understandable. On Thursday, it was announced that all the reunion gigs were going to be recorded, with only 200 made available straight after the show. Of course, I needed these. Almost having a nervous breakdown of people who were dithering in front of me, asking the quality of the merch and what country it was sourced, as I thought they'd sell out and my damned collection would now be incomplete. Needless to say, spotting a revenue stream, all the CDs will be available to order on the 14th. From the first night, this is I Feel Alright. And from the second, you know, with added sacks from Mike Smith. The biggest cheer from both nights was on Saturday after Brian and Dave had left the stage, Captain and Rat embraced. Grown men were seen to wipe away a tear. And I was one. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Barton Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watsy's Lodge production.